Welcome to the Chicago Camps Podcast, brought to you in partnership with Simplecast. Publish your podcasts the easy way at simplecast.fm. Today, we're speaking with Marianne Sweeney, a Speaker Camp mentor for Speaker Camp Seattle on February 28th. Marianne is passionate about search as well as user experience, and she gets to work on both through Daedalus Information Systems. Hi, Marianne. Hello, Russ. How are you? Great. Thank you very much for joining us for this Speaker Camp podcast. A pleasure. We're going to be doing a Speaker Camp in Seattle on February 28th, and uh, you will be one of our mentors. And I think as a mentor, it would be great if you could share with, with me, how did you get started in public speaking? Well, I it actually started in my previous life. Prior to my uh, career in technology, I had a career in uh, the film business, and my role was to read scripts and have people tell me stories, which I would then sell to the studios or production companies. So my pitches, as they were called, were really my first entree into uh, public speaking, where I would have to get up in front of a group and actually tell a story in a way that was compelling enough that they would part with uh, what was thousands and thousands of dollars to develop it into a potential movie. Uh, once I left the film business and transitioned into technology, I had a long dry spell until uh, I was a producer at Microsoft and I was going to school uh, at the University of Washington at the iSchool. And I had literally this epiphany where I saw the intersection of uh, information architecture, user experience, and search engine optimization. And I became so inflamed with this epiphany that they are all connected and that the search engines were becoming far too powerful. That it was that that carried me out into, I need to find a forum, I need to get my colleagues as, as uh, impassioned about this as I am. So I started submitting to conferences and in 2007, I made my debut with this particular subject at the IA Summit in 2007 in Las Vegas, where I talked about the intersection of SEO and IA. And I just continue. I'm so passionate in that space that uh, I, I seek out any opportunity for an interested audience. Oh, that's outstanding. What a what an interesting start. And then to kind of parlay that into where we are today. What do you think was uh, of the the presentations that you've given, what do you think was your worst or at least your least significantly bad in some way conference presentation? So for me, the the worst from my perspective, although it worked out well, is I was invited on a panel for a conference here called SMX Advance, uh, Search Marketing Expo. And the advanced part of that conference series uh, is here in Seattle. And it's attended by a number of individuals in the SEO community that has been somewhat resistant to user experience professionals. Uh, and in preparing my uh, presentation, as I have been presenting at other conferences, the uh, panel moderator, who also owned the conference, kept telling me, you can't say that, you can't say that, you can't do that, you can't have that be the way. So it the presentation ceased being mine. It became this sort of uber homogenized uh, message, which after taking my turn, I was on a panel, 
uh, and getting the feedback, I realized that in essence what he was doing is he was helping me craft the message for the audience. And that was such a valuable lesson that while I'm saying the same thing, I cannot say it the same way for a search audience as I would for a UX audience or a content strategy audience that uh, you have to draw your audience in. You have to frame it in ways that they understand and in some cases be a little more gentle uh, with how you deliver your message. That's outstanding. I think it's a, it's an interesting lesson to learn. And, and I think it's, it's interesting that, um, you know, oftentimes when we get started in something, we are dead set in doing things our own darn way. And it's, it's sometimes very difficult to, to listen to somebody. And I think that's a, that's a really great lesson that you're sharing there. Well, and it's, you know, it's, it's all about realizing that it's really not about me. It's about them, as I said, uh, getting what I'm trying to say. And so it may be, as you said, that I have to compromise. So then how did you, you know, start getting better at speaking at conferences aside from, you know, kind of starting to understand the advice that was coming at you? How did you start to improve? Well, there were a couple of things. One is uh, I uh, am, you know, in many of my roles, I have been like a single contributor or someone who is on my own or pursuing at Microsoft. There was no information architecture so it was very difficult for me to get to conferences. And as a result, I would go to as many sessions as I could. I mean, I would, I would be going to every session and staying the whole time and taking notes. And I quickly became aware of who the accomplished uh, speakers were. And so I would start to watch uh, what they did and how they did it. Outstanding too. I, I think that um, I've learned plenty from watching folks. I know I have my own favorites and anytime there's, there's, I don't know, a president or a previous president who is giving a presentation, I love to watch them because they're, they're folks who, who have practiced a lot. Um, and it's always good to see kind of how they practice their delivery, how they time their pauses. And I think that's, that's really intriguing and, and sort of, I think, learning through watching and then practicing through emulation. Exactly. And there are the superstars. I mean, I would never pass up an opportunity to see Jared Spool speak because he is such an accomplished storyteller. And for the last three years, I've been working uh, for Ian Lurie at Portent Interactive. And uh, Ian is an incredible speaker because he has this endearing personality that comes out in what he's talking about. He, he has an uncanny way of conveying very complex uh, thoughts uh, by using visuals and text and multimedia. Uh, another individual who does this is John Coleman. So, you know, whenever I go to their slide shares, it's like, what? 210 slides? Oh, my God. Uh, but when you see the presentation itself, it all makes sense, and it's such a great experience. So I've been trying to you know, change up what I talk about a little bit to have maybe a little less text, more pictures, uh, more animals. Uh, and I always in my presentations put a picture of um, a herd of sheep with little thought bubbles coming out of them, one of whom says, I'm not wearing pants, uh, as a tribute to Ian. <laughs> and, and I love watching Jonathan Coleman. He's truly fantastic. Yes. And he does, you know, he just does you know, gets the audience 
as I said, in this immersive experience and yet manages to convey some really sophisticated, meaningful and important um, subjects. And I know you said before that you're just absolutely passionate about that, and that's part of why you're still doing this today. So um, I'm, I'm hopeful you can help answer why do you hope other people will start doing more presenting at conferences? We need more thought leaders. You know, we really do. And um, we need more uh, individuals who have something to say uh, that we might not know about. Uh, I was had the privilege of attending the EuroIA Summit in Edinburgh, and it was my first experience hearing Paul Risen speak, uh, who I think now is with the BBC. Uh, and his topic was so mind-blowing. I mean, it was one of those topics where you just walk out of the room and you go, I need a minute to have all of my brain cells settle. What he was saying is that we need to stop looking at websites. We need to look at the page as being a web. Like the individual page now is a web in and of itself. Uh, so uncanny and incredible uh, thinking. Andrea Resmini gave the closing plenary and talked about the philosophy of IA. So uh, that's why I want to encourage more people to uh, go out. If you have something to say, don't be afraid. And if you get rejected, Keep trying. I mean, I've, I've been working very hard on my uh, proposals because uh, up until quite recently, I've done a very poor job of crafting them in a way that the people who are deciding or putting together conferences will understand what I'm trying to talk about, why it's important, and why I'm the right person to give 45 minutes of people's time to. I hear there's a great Alista Part article from December 16th, 2014 on that topic. Yes. <laughs> I, I say that, of course, you know, I'm, I'm being a little tongue in cheek because that's an article that I, uh, I may have authored. Um, and one that I, you know, have looked at and one that I feel is very important and, and will look at again when I get ready to send out proposals. Uh, I, ha I just went through, uh, being part of a volunteer cadre that curated the IA Summit in Minneapolis. And it was quite apparent to me the thoughtful proposals and the ones where people just kind of threw it over the fence. Yeah, that's that's definitely part of it. And it's definitely something that we work on in Speaker Camp, the actual event. Um, it, uh, yeah, it's something that we, we wrote about in the book and, and I improved upon it for that Alyssa Part article. And it's um, I've, I've seen it happen before where I have done it or others have done it. You submit your thinking in the form instead of spending a few days on it and, and submitting it then. And that, that's almost always a disservice. There are a handful of people who I, I believe can just pull those things out of, of thin air and make magic. That said, it's ultra rare to see that happening. I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> I hate them because the rest of us have to work at it. And as I said, make sure it reads well and it makes sense. We're talking about time. You know, we're talking about uh, being included in a cohesive uh, sort of conference schedule. But mostly we're talking about time that is such a precious asset. So, you know, you get people in front of you, they're investing their attention and their time in what you have to say. I really believe you want to be respectful of that. And the respect really starts at, as I said, the inception of the idea and the ability to communicate it to people. 
Yes, I, I wholly agree, and, and I believe that this is part of what we hope to share with people at Speaker Camp on February 28th in Seattle. We are so, so excited that you'll be joining us, and thank you so much for joining us for a podcast today. It was entirely my pleasure, and uh, my hat's off to you. This was likely the most painless interview I have ever had. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks again, and we will see you on February 28th. Thanks for listening to the Chicago Camps Podcast, brought to you in partnership with Simplecast. Publish your podcasts the easy way at simplecast.fm. And learn more about Speaker Camp and other Chicago Camps events on our website at chicagocamps.org.